Interior doctor's office waiting room. The doctor will see you now. So, uh, what seems to be the trouble today? I don't think I can do another day. Um, another day of, uh, treatment? Another, just, day. Oh. Like in life. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. What sort of movies have you been watching? Oh, man. Uh, Death Wish. I was afraid. (laughs) Can you get through this? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You want to take it back? Uh, Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Okay, wait, so... Um, also, uh, uh, Bo is Afraid, mm. Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. <sighs> Straw Dogs. Okay. Train wreck. All right. Well, um, I'm going to prescribe you something. Uh, I think this is going to help. I think okay. this is going to undo all yeah. that. Mm. I'm prescribing you one viewing of Making Mr. Right per day until you start feeling a little better. Is that generic? Well, you can't find it online. Uh, just remember to take it with food. I recommend Chinese takeout. Or if you can't find that, uh, take a spoonful of caramel and just sh- shove it in your mouth. Thank you. That'll be Taking some medicine. Medicinal movies. Yes. This is a new little... Well, I'm not even going to say new. Medicinal movies. Medicinal movies. On Fresh Movie Let's Pod. go. Today we're talking about Making Mr. Right, which came out in April of 1987, one month after I did. Oh my God. Look at you. So I feel all Birthday movie. Birthday movie. Birthday movie. This is a movie about love blossoming between an android and a image consultant that was yeah that's like that's the, it that's, that's it, it right it's i mean an android and an image it's, consultant. it's it is a rom-com yeah. but it's like it has elements of screwball i ha- i'm gonna be honest like not to jump the gun this no. is what i was hoping mannequin would be more like right this is this is yeah. it's it's obviously gender swap but then it's also i wanted more of what this is yeah for that so did the medicine work like even though andrew mccarthy is such a cutie in that movie anyway whatever we're back on disagree i know i know he's okay but uh like you know i i suggested this to you after you were you were texting me and just like i i think it was a combination of feeling like maybe a annoyed with life or frustrated with what you were watching oh i had some strong feelings yeah it's like when you you know you need to wash out a bad taste in your mouth oh yeah it's kind of like that this was this was this was my suggestion to you this was fantastic tell me more about how right i wouldn't you were just so right tell me what you loved about it that's really what i'm you were so right about making mr right you made me a miss right (laughs) you you are miss right you are doctor making you watch making mr right you didn't make me at all even it was just i just was you showed i think yeah you started part of the trailer and i was like that's it i want it well i was also i I I started telling you about it and you said that like my face lit up while i was talking about it like my whole face changed and and i love that think that that's like the the surest sign that yeah it's just like like yeah i, w- I want to engage with that yeah like that it's makes joyful. me happy it's I want, joyful i want to share in that joy yeah even if i'm not on like the same page which again i loved this this i really yeah. enjoyed this i mean but there's obviously flaws but sure sure but it's just even still like mm-hmm. that's i want to be part of that yeah i want to be where the happy is there. yeah and i mean sometimes i watch you know? a movie and you know 
we are lucky that we live near a lot of theaters that show some older stuff. So I've I've been able to see a lot of like old screwball and pre-code comedies in theaters with yeah. people who are there for it, you know. Mm-hmm. And those are really great because the energy is 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 higher. All the jokes and the the funny stuff lands harder than when you're at home by yourself. Oh, it's a treat. It. Yeah, it's yeah. a real treat. It was on Criterion. They had a bunch of Susan Saddleman stuff and. It was literally the day it was about to leave. And yeah. like I, that's pretty much how the end of the month goes for me. I'm just like, wait, what's, oh, about, okay, to, okay, okay, what's yeah. about to leave yeah, all yeah, the right, yeah. you know. last second? So I grabbed it, watched it, and I was just so delighted. I was completely blown it's away. It's totally delighted. And, it, and, and also, too, just uh, fear not, it is also on Tubi and Pluto. Yeah, and so. there's a really bad like quality transfer of it in its entirety on YouTube. Oh, okay, there you go. Because so, I, I actually I was almost gonna look there. Yeah, but it's, because it you was know what, running though, for free on the no. The other you don't want to miss the details because the and production- you can also turn on the captions more readily. I'm a very I'm a, I'm yeah. a captions. Gal. I get that. Yeah, YouTube it doesn't no. always have that worked out. But um, yeah, but the production design it's like you want to see this clearly because it's fucking beautiful. Oh yeah, I love. The production design, the art direction. Yeah, it's a colorful movie. Oh man, the inside of her apartment, that teal couch. Oh my gosh. And like her outfits that are like color blocked, and it's she- very playful. It's very self. It, it's yeah. it's got, it has it has the temperament again, not just mannequin, but also even like soap dish vibes. I yeah. wish like mm-hmm. that had been better infused. You're here right because we we're talking with a lot of other like. Um, like colleagues, coworkers, family, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. and um, like the satire just uh, lands a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also too, I mean, come on, like John Malkovich. Like I, I'm shocked that this isn't something that is more readily brought up or talked about. No, because it is just he makes such a meal. It is such a showcase. It is. It I mean, is, he has top billing. It's so good. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, he's obviously he's the lead, mm-hmm. but like or co-lead, but yeah. it's just. No, it's, he, it's it's so underrated as far as I think like my movies that we talk about. Yeah, in like yeah, when I first watched it, my very first impression was like, oh my god, John Malkovich as a himbo. I didn't know he did this it once. It was like it's, it's so. Sorry, it's okay. <laughs> a little burp. Yeah, you were it's, turning into an animal thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I just, I'm, I'm like uh, I'm like when Ulysses acts up. He's like, I just I always seem to break down at the worst time or whatever he yeah, says. Yeah, loses at the end. my head at the worst. Yeah, moment. the worst moment. Oh my god. Um, um, he, but, yeah, I know. I'm with you. It's it's and the contrast so of him and the very frustrated scientist character is also hysterical. It's incredible, and it also it's I, I feel like you have to have such control over your like comedic temperament to have that like clear-cut switch and then we're looking at like the because the, there's so much humor to to laugh we can laugh at the self-seriousness mm-hmm. of of oh uh, yeah of the, the, of the one scientists of, one know. of my favorite moments is when like he forces a meeting with mm-hmm. like the pr woman and their sort of mutual boss which is dr ramdas yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking okay. hilarious Amazing. Um, it's a silly joke but i like it um, i enjoy i enjoy and you know he's like he's like i there are these emotional ticks that I have I have worked to drill out of myself. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, like this is his prod. This is supposed to be the better version of himself. Yes. And he's like, overnight she has drummed this nonsense this into him. And then he's like, like, what happened? He's like, this morning, Ulysses, he kissed me right near my, my mouth. mouth. Near my <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I love that. Oh, there's another one too, by the way. Not to again. No, do it. Uh, you know, um, that when she's 
she was questioning, like, why would you even give him, like, like other, like, like a penis? this and that, and she's like, for confidence. Yeah. Just for, she felt it would give me more confidence. He felt it would give me which more Which is a comment on, like, we You can need lay- a dick to feel like a man. To, exactly. Which is just. Which is such a, like, comment on this whole idea that um, women like tall men. Right. No, that's, like, that's not misandry. That's, like. I mean, I'll just say that's not true. Well, I, I agree. It's an extension of like male thinking. That yeah, big is masculine, little is feminine. And I and and, and, and the idea that's like I built this Andrea that's supposed to be perfect and supposed to keep, like uh, smooth out all of the emotional right. shortcomings and kinks and insecurities. Oh, but like I am gonna give him a dick because like <laughs> he needs to be a man. Right. I need him to be a man Even for though- myself. I cannot fathom what the ideal version of myself is without without, without my dick and balls. Penis. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't not have him. Yeah. He, he's got to fuck. And that's the thing. He's like, got to be fuckable. But that's the... F- <laughs> yeah, Ulysses' whole mission is to go into space alone. So it yeah. really is confusing that he would have a penis. It right. just doesn't really make sense. It's Yeah, it's it's this completely again, arbitrary it's, thing. It's that a joke. Think it, it's a joke. Like, again, yeah, like it, it undercuts and, for, and just also... It perfectly accentuates the insecurity. Absolutely, and the, like the male it reveals so much more about the creator, right? Right. And so this whole idea, first of all, of okay, we have this android that has all these incredible things it could do: diffusing bombs. Oh, right. Detecting yeah. radiation. I love, I, and I love any any kind of film. Any, with, the with industrial fake, film. The, the, those, yeah. yeah, with those mm-hmm. fake commercials and shit yeah. like that. It's so funny. Yeah, the, the chemtech industrial oh, film. It's so funny. But what's funny? What struck me in this sort of like sort of less happy thought was just they always say these things about technology like they said the exact same thing about drones sure like, uh, yeah this is gonna you know they could help us fight this fires good. This is gonna be, or this is good for you you know people won't have to be exposed to dangerous environments this is where it's your like, tax dollars are going and you should be grateful right but what's like but people still go into mines people still are exposed to ha- like those things are never deployed like that they're deployed in the right, way of right, like right. can it kill Right. Or can it make us money? Can it fuck? Can it fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like otherwise, we don't care. We you need know? this new. We need this we, moon man like, to fuck. Like no human being should have to go into a mine anymore. You know what exactly. I mean? Like that. We should have eliminated that shit a long time ago. And yet oh, it's man. like no, it's, it's not so profitable. It's not profitable. No, it's not. And people dying, whatever. So this anyway. movie won't solve that problem. It's not going to solve that problem. But I but had that thought because I'm angry. That's okay. Um, but the premise that people need to understand the science in order for it to get like funding or public approval—that's not really an outrageous premise. To this day, I mean, communicating science and science writing—it's like a function of 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 writers and yeah. reporters and. We're kind of living in a situation where people aren't science literate and the communicators have to work very... I mean, we need Bill Nye. We need, like, these these big child memory-infused versions of communicators yeah. or otherwise it's like there's no hope. And it's like, that's too much to ask. Like, you yeah. know, so I, I find the, actually the mission very real in all of this. Yeah. Um, and the idea that... Um, you know, And it's like a, uh, you know, what is it? Pygmalion story, yeah, you know, the, yeah. The, except it's, they flip yeah, the roles, they, yeah, which is just refreshing. Fun to watch. It's refreshing to watch a woman teach a man as opposed to a man. Yeah, she's very self possessed. She's very grounded, and um, I love her. Yeah, she oh she very much, holds and not her. just because she's a she's redhead. a refreshing kind of um, protagonist in a rom com like this. Yeah, tell me more about that. I just I just really like how again she's 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 never in any sort of ambiguity or self doubt or this like. 
oh, I don't, I don't know, kind of thing. Even though, yeah, she's she's in flux with this, mm-hmm. um, like breakup. But I mean, she's she's actually pretty pretty steadfast about oh, yeah. her mindset about that. If oh, anything, yeah. it's other people that are that are sort of like her mother. Com- like just it's it's funny. There's all these other characters kind of telling her how she's supposed to be mm-hmm. acting yeah. and and like and womaning mm-hmm. in a way, yeah. including like her ex again. Like yeah, like mm-hmm. her. Her, her mother, you know, everybody's sort of telling her how, like, she's supposed to be reacting and performing yeah, um, in her role um, as this professional woman trying to have it all in the midst of a breakup, yeah. you know, and yeah. I find that very interesting. She's kind of, it's sort it is sort of like a water off of Duck's back thing. Yeah. Um, and I think um, she's also, the way she handles Ulysses yeah, it is this sort of like, oh, geez, this guy's—he's acting up or whatever. He's being, oh, I got to take care of this little man boy thing. But also, I think you know, it very much reads that she would be endeared hmm. because um, his intentions are so transparent. Yeah, he has no so, guile. Zero. Yeah, exactly. Zero and she is in this jaded industry, yeah. blah blah blah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is the most blank slate. Exactly. And I think it's, it's delightful. What's, what's funny to me is that like. Like if you're a man hearing that and you're like, well, I don't like that. I'm like, yeah, that's well, that that know, is the role women have have had and served in in media and in life so okay. often that it's a refreshing flip to yeah. watch her. And also, she does care about him. Yeah, I mean, she like not not just enough. Oh, she's she's not cold. She no. just I think that's the whole is, point. Is she she has to, to like she puts on this like very uh, uh, self possessed, very self assured mm-hmm. demeanor. I mean, even like at the early part of the film after the you know they're they're she's having these issues mm-hmm. with her her partner mm-hmm. and um but then there's that tracking shot where she's walking down the hall with like it's you know oh, that very classic office. like yeah. busy woman in the office like this her, per, like this her male thing, assistant blah, 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 blah. yeah exactly i love that whole exchange because he looks actually, very he looked like philip seymour hoffman he like looked really I familiar i'm sure he's a character actor we've seen before sure um but i just remember there was some line where he's like oh the people want the copy change we don't even know what the product is it's like so yeah. fast yeah. but they're like they think the word small is like a problem and yeah she's like, okay we'll change it from small enough to hold to big enough to grab onto there you go <laughs> that should set you up for like the whole that's the whole we're talking dick duality <laughs> thing yeah exactly <laughs> it's yeah. like we you should that should be an immediate indicator that she understands Psychology. She's Don right. Draper. She's Don Draper. Yeah. Like, let's just. She, yeah, she's you know? an image specialist. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. She's, uh, that's her, um, that is her her trait. I thought it was great when she first comes into, uh, you know, the lab, um, which feels like a science museum, like with right. the way it's style. I Again, mean, I don't they, hate they, it. I, I know. I love the way they design the scene. Yeah. The, 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 I don't like know, that, there's, there's that just entrance a, with a the escalator and like the that's like such a crazy choice. It's a good flavor. It's I like good, it. Good flavoring. Um, but she meets Ulysses, who apparently has never met a woman before. I did think it was like a little silly for them to start with boobs. Like, what are these? Yeah. I was like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Really? That's the first. But but it, it's one of those. It immediately fucks him up. And I'm going to ex- concede because he he sells it. Yeah. And a but, minute later, yeah. we find out again that he's never seen a woman before. Right. So it's like, okay, I guess it's conceivable. I like this being the the playful, gender-bent, uh, happy ending version of Ex Machina. Exactly. I was like, oh, yeah. well, I've never met another man before. It's like, oh, I've never met another woman before. Right. Like, but like his head literally pops off. And then Dr. Peters comes in. He's like, he like attempts a joke. He's like, what? Are you telling me no man has ever lost his head over you before? Like, oh, geez. 
Like he's so smarmy. Cringe. But what I love is that in the next scene, Frankie, she's the lead. She yeah. attempts a joke. Um, where she's like, well, at the very least, you know, he could replace you for jury duty. Yeah. No one laughs. And you watch her, like, cringe at herself. Like, why did I do that? Like, it's but so... It's a, I mean, she's not wrong. It's so human, it's though, for her human. to, like, react. I think because people don't see her probably as a quipper, right? So I she just, tries to throw out an awkward joke once in a while. It was just so good, just though. It's a very character. That moment was so real. Very character serving. I felt her... And she's I love, like, yeah, I just love these attempts at jokes. Yeah, um, she's, she's hardline. She doesn't, she's not, Yeah. she's not, she doesn't have that sort of X factor charm kind of thing, which I think is part of her having that, having had that toxic relationship with the ex who's this yeah. political figure, this, this, yeah. this, oh, this yeah. the charmy, movie begins with like, we see him on TV basically yeah, cheating on yeah. her or, you know, he's like handsy with all the little Havana. Exactly. Beauty queens. Yeah, it's it's yeah. implied and he shows up and she's tossing out, you know, she's like, we're public persona yeah so that, you know this this pr person was romantically involved this political candidate and now they aren't anymore and that's sort of how our film opens with her going to work after her having just broken up slash canceling that account in fact she tells the assistant the, yeah, she's she, like so burn she's, the file she, she's like <laughs> yeah she's, yeah she's that's she's it. closing the ironing the yeah. ironing the iron door yeah and she is just sort of like compartmentalizing it right. and being like girl boss okay let's go well, I, I still have a job to do and that's when she yeah. walks into the watch the industrial film which that industrial film for the chemtech really felt like like so a mr funny. show or a monty python oh see I, again like, that's why i love those it was so they're good. never not funny they're so funny they're i agree funny. and man i'm trying to think of other i mean the art again the art direction i love so much like there's a shot of um Trish, which by the way, that um, and jumping ahead, that's my favorite supporting right yeah. away. Uh, Glenn Headley, Glenn Headley, who was married to John Malkovich at the time. Oh, okay, uh, I don't know if they're still married. I, don't know. Um, I love that scene where she's sitting among the flamingos with her red luggage yeah. set. Just that port, it's like someone should frame that, yeah, like, just was, visually. It was so oh, um, it has symmetry and color, and it was just go- it looked like a like a photo shoot, like for. Away by the quality across the board with this film and how Same. sort of underspoken, like it's just, it's, I don't oh, hear, I've not really so heard underrated, this, uh, and it was very difficult for ever. me to find information about it. It wow. was, it, it took like there's, it, who, it is who out, buried this? I, I don't know who are the haters. It, I mean, I know it's Orion. I mean, you know, there's there's the fact true. that that is a lesser, you know, that they went, it, yeah, they went under, they, they did go stuff, under. But, so I don't know. It's incredible um, though. It's so good. I was so one of the casualties. I mean, you know, you do have to push through. And this is me, like, speaking as, like, some people I get that, like, they hear, like, an extreme 80s music soundtrack opening a movie. And it is a turnoff. And it's pretty bad. Like, as much as I like the scene of her driving in. It is of the time. Yeah. But there are other musical interludes that aren't quite so bad. Yeah. Like, and once you're in it, you're in it and you don't care. I mean, for some people, don't care at all. Hey, but listen, I, we make these concessions for so many other movies. Oh, my God. So I mean, many. we watched Midnight Run, so. That's right. Like, oh, that music gonna, was terrible. Like, let's go. Yeah. You know, no, just fair. Like, okay, fair, fair, so. fair. Um, but yeah, there was also the color palette in Chemtech of the like white couch, him in the orange jumpsuit and her in the black dress. There were just some really excellent yeah. compositions yeah. that were like, ooh, that's, that's beautiful. That was delightful. Um, I really felt like Laurie Metcalf. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, steals what an scene. underrated another another reason I'm kind of like how why is, not, how is this, this not, not come talked up? about because like She's again with hysterical. between uh, like so you know bad. Roseanne and and the mm-hmm. the meet the Connors or whatever mm-hmm. and the 
Ladybird and everything and all of the oh Laurie Metcalf has and all accolades well, and social media clout. She's a like, Steppenwolf both. actress. So yeah, like, she she's like from Chicago. She did, like she's, Chicago. She's the goods has like really they, they really they they love theater there. Like yeah. there is a strong theater tradition. People yeah. so fucking support it. They come out for it, and actors get opportunities to really play there. In a way that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you want to do a lot of different kinds of acting. And she came out of, yeah, I think Steppenwolf Theater and a lot of that shit. And, you know, um, she had had that role in Desperately Seeking Susan, which uh, Chelsea was not here for. I was not here for, so don't talk about Um, it. But I'm going to mention (laughs) episode 103, Built-in Candy Bar, which was about Desperately Seeking Susan, which was um, not Susan Seidelman's first film, but it was this first big commercial breakout and it like Madonna became a star during yeah. the filming of it yeah. her record went platinum so like the movie got a lot of attention because it was Madonna you know right. Madonna Madonna you um, keep it all inside yeah um but anyway I she uh Laurie Metcalf was also in that movie mm-hmm. playing a character that I didn't even recognize her at first and she, it was a character that was so different from her like real self as a human yeah. and she said she would go out for auditions and people would just expect her to be that she again. is that kind of adaptable like people just kind of like you're silly putty get yeah. in there like yeah. kind of um, I could I, I can yeah see that. but like she the first time we see her she's chasing after Dr. Peters like in the mm-hmm. parking lot and he's, it's clear that he's trying to pretend like he doesn't know her like he's mm-hmm. covering his face and all that <laughs> and what I <laughs> so like funny. he has a briefcase up it. like I love it and what I love so is that she's chasing after him and we get this nice wide shot of her like chasing through the you know to the main entrance and we just hear this really loud like Jeff! and it just got this like really ugly laugh out of me no it's great it's it's yeah no we 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 should call out those Uh, kinds of moments because she's so underrated oh yeah she didn't see me back there (laughs) just like not that i'm pressuring you i mean i'm cool i'm I'm just for a good time yeah you see him the whole time oh and like her energy and she's so desperate for him to pick her to like her like she's i'm just a cool girl i'm a cool girl and like we get enough information to find out that they had gone out demetrius situation they had gone out exactly just like them and like she says like some she made some reference to like getting started is the hardest part so obviously there was some kind of failure in the bedroom failure to launch failure to launch and i love that we learn all of this on like this escalator ride down so funny and then the way that because the beauty of right of this Malkovich playing both parts is that of course we get we get to see both we get sides. to see like one mistook for the other and right. like which the best really sequence is Ulysses going rogue yeah. and escaping and oh, going sweet. out into the world and he runs into this woman Sandy yeah. who presumes him to be Doctor Peters and that running sequence out. of scenes is fucking so much cringe it's like it, but it's perfect perfect and it's, and it's like they set it up where it's like you have to see that play out like you have to see what this would look like oh and she rides it out to the end she d- drives him to another woman's apartment at the end of their long insufferable date like you don't have your car it's beautiful <laughs> where do you want to go it's <laughs> beautiful and i mean the whole the scene of the earrings is yeah like i'm not gonna do it line for line because no, I, so I couldn't remember it but I i'm just gonna say I don't, I don't that whole it, earring so. scene incredible like fucking incredible kinda, like yeah i just uh, right out the gate like when we recommend this movie we enjoyed it it's so fun um, that just yeah it's just so go. much fun there and there's, you go there's women in it who i mean sandy is kind of somebody who gets betrayed by her yeah. own sense of romance. Right. And Frankie sort of did too. 
you know, so and and also calibrating, adjusting with that. Yeah. And then there's Trish. I mean, and you, Trish, who her like, I never should have married an actor, okay. which is funny because she's married to an actor. Yeah. Um, and I love that we get to because of that detail, we can see the truth in the tabloid. Like yeah. the exposition is so fast. It's perfect. Like and then and then we get the treat of watching them watch him on his soap opera. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, every scene between Trish and Frankie is gold. It's gold. And again, she just like the the magnetism and that dynamic too. Like yeah. where, where Frankie is it's she is a perpetual straight man, but it works. All these other characters really are so like high strung or eccentric. Trish yeah. also felt like this sort of like spirit twin of um God, I'm not I'm blanking on the character from um Women on the Verge. But the one that's like call, trying to call Peppa. Yeah. And she's she's, oh, she's yeah, been yeah. Dating the one with the, the mocha pot earrings. Exactly. Yeah, the yeah, terrorist exactly. one. She's yeah. like Peppa, Peppa Oh, I forget. Oh, my God, but his dick. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We fucked for days. Oh, my God. It was amazing. You know, it's like that's the vibe that Trish, it gives. And it's like the perfect. You're absolutely right. It's that perfect. Because, again, the the, the parallels. No, that's And that's another thing that endeared me. And I'm just realizing that. It is feeling very Almodovar, yeah. The color palette. I would watch watch this adapted by him. Yeah, do it in Spanish. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. No, it's really fun. Call up your menagerie, man. It's really, really fun. I mean, I just, and I, you know, it was funny because I watched it a while a while ago and then I was like I recommend it to you which is why it's medicine today it hit the spot and yeah. but I watched it again this morning to make sure I was ready and it was like it was still getting me it was still yeah. like I was getting snorts I was getting laughter I mean just it's you, fun just Ulysses like he gets a kiss on the cheek like yeah. from her and she's like oh it's the thing people do and then you just see him like <laughs> so he keeps like making that sound with his lips like John Malkovich is just Funny. He's great. His neutral is funny. He's, new- he's hysterical, and he, he and like just... you, like when you even when they were, they were like panning at like a picture of him on a periodical, and it's his face just is very sort of, and it's uh, the doctor's face, and yeah. it's very sort of this yeah. panicked look. Yeah, like he just has a funny. I mean, even those face. videos of like, well, this was him before we got the motor stuff mm-hmm. down. I mean, he really does an incredible physical. His gag. physical humor is is and then fantastic. like the whole like drawing thing the hair is so silly the hair is silly but it works it worked no but i like i like like the design of it being this hair that was believable for the doctor but it's fluffy enough that like it shakes around Uh and And the blondness is like sort of unexpected it's 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 unexpected it's unnatural it's unnatural he is a ken he's a himbo he's a himbo speaking of himbos absolutely i love it um and yeah and i like but i also like that well, Frankie is, you know, the straight man and she's sort of self-assured. At no time does she act very knowledgeable, though. Like, you know, she's telling that she's teaching this guy about people. But he's like, yeah. why? And she's like, I, I don't really know. Yeah. It's just sort of how the way it is. I mean, you know, it's not this condescending. It's sort of like, I, I guess. I also know, don't understand I feel like that. that's relatable. It's, it's like, like I, he's asking lots of good questions. I mean, she's I love. asking existential questions she doesn't know. Ex- and he, she's learning When, about when he asks all those questions of Dr. Peters in a, like rapid fire, he's like, do you have to love somebody to have sex with them? Mm-hmm. If you love somebody, do you have to have sex with them? Yeah. Like, or if they don't love, like, he just, he found all yeah. the different permutations. And it's just, it's such a great introduction to, like, the complexities of romance and and, and consent. And and even, it. like, I mean, it's, I find it, like, really fucking hot when he massages her foot with his I chin. I think it's so funny. I mean, yeah, and it, I'm like, it's, I'm hot. Hot. it's funny hot, but then like, I, you see. But then she like, kind of has to pull back and explain, you can't just do but that. But she's enjoying but it. She, she enjoyed has fun it. with it, because she's like, what a silly guy. I'm very turned on. Well, because it's so unexpected. Like, his boy. lack of no- knowledge, it's like, like oh, oh, my God. So funny. Dude, and I he's mean, just kind of like, yeah. 
Like he just he taught me to work it out my circuits. But yeah, he's just like really just, just rubbing get, the toes I'm like, on his chin. I'm like, like that probably feels amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'd be I want, so turned on. I'm like that was really hot. Yeah. I that I think that was literally what I texted yeah, I think you when you were missed, watching it. You I said, toe. did you get to the know, part? Where I said, oh yeah, I did. Oh yeah, I fucking. I did. clocked that. I oh, love yeah. it. Hard fucking, to miss. Hard fucking to miss. Fucking great. Um, yeah, I also love that we get a view of primitive online shopping. Right. That was crazy. Um, I also like the little wrinkle in the story that we find out that her ex seeks out a new campaign manager. Right. And that was her assistant. Yeah. So there's this other like wrinkle of betrayal. A little in there. subplot betrayal thing. Um, and that character was like a little Megan Mullally-ish. Like that actress had like a little bit of that quality. I didn't think of that. Only, I, no, I think only that, at that, the very get, end because no, of that part where they're at the it. wedding and she's introducing him like, this is Mr. and Mrs. or Senor and Senora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Senor, and they want to talk to you about, I know he wants to talk to you about Honduras and all the issues oh, and the, things. All the issues. Oh, my gosh. So That's a good. great comparison. It was a little Malali. It was, yeah. was kind of like if, if she was being really ditzy. Or or um, maybe there's another actress she reminded me of. No, I think like I think the your instincts are right. It's, it's I like, there. I like that. a little that. glimmer. I really like that. Also, that scene with, was just the lights over the pool was beautiful. beautiful. Again, Again, the art direction. Visually, this is a fun, like, beautiful eye movie. I love eye candy. Me too. I mean, you know, you that know? is it. That is a strong I don't demand realism like and yeah. I, I wish the world was this color uh right yeah unfortunately the world is a vampire mm. I also think um you know Seidelman being Jewish we, we do get a few like Jewish archetypes slash stereotypes mm. and I'm, I'm not saying that critically I mean it she has every right to but we have the um the tailor Oh yeah, you know, it was a very amusing character of of just kind of like, oh, we're going to a wedding. Muzzle we had talk. some interesting peripheral. Yeah, this yeah. is great. You bring that up because again, I like, like that so scene. many one-off kind yeah. of cameo bits. And there were the on. managers of the actor, yeah, who were these very kind of even though it was Miami, it's like they had this kind of Jewish entertainment agent kind of like the old school you that know, archetype old, yeah. that sort of old dinosaur kind you know where yeah because they're, they're like they're like sit down have a nosh you know like yeah. oh this is your house so lovely have a nosh I'm, i remember that very well i mean so i mean i loved the taylor i thought that was and again it's set in miami we're having fun. it's set in miami hey, listen this movie's only an hour and 38 minutes okay she, there, i'm just saying it i think it adds the authenticity of it i like, think it's I fun thought it was it, reflective it, i think it of, adds atmosphere absolutely and it, and it builds out the world and, and it and it sort of uh justifies the absurdity of the situation because it's an absurd yeah and it's like reality. a salesman just wants a sale he doesn't really care like what the details are right. so you know when he's like is it a uh, contagious or congenital because yeah. you know, he's, he's acting so weird and she's like drugs and he just accepts it yeah. it's like yeah i mean people don't again they don't care they yeah. really don't care are you gonna pay me great yeah you know? yeah um so i loved that scene i thought he had there was I, a lot of life in I'm that very on for, board with for that. like a little side character just so much joy so much joy yeah i'm a fan anyway yes. i had to call that out Good, good but, stuff. Uh, well, any what any other stuff like sticking out? I think you? that I think we covered some good ground. I mean, there's so many good things to say. I know, about this I know. Movie. I just again very underrated. I'm on, I'm on it was board. panned at the time. There are very few positive I will see, reviews. Yeah, again, it did. It's not like it's it clearly. Yeah. It's kind of. And, I didn't know anything about this yeah. before you told me. And I really had to work hard to try to find anything about this. So um, these notes will be brief. Uh, I do want to say though, there was like a very frustrating. There's an there's an interview with Anne Magnuson, who plays uh -huh. Frankie. Who I'll talk a little bit more about because she's sure. awesome. Yeah. Um, but she did an interview, like Interview Magazine. She was interviewed about this movie while she was in Miami, like filming it. And I couldn't 
find like a full text or a PDF or anything. And it drove me nuts because I really wanted to read it. It's just so frustrating how much, you know, even as, I mean, as I went prolific to, as the internet is yeah. and has as far reaching. I mean, I went there's to, just so much loss. I went to library content. databases through the public library. I mean, I really like, I, I, I went, did nothing. I went, <laughs> I did nothing. I went digging. And I'm so frustrated. Yeah. Thank you. I just, so, I'm right there with you. I, I, like, I'm, what I'm saying is I also didn't find anything. Yes, you didn't. And I, I find that really frustrating. Yeah, I think, yeah, me too. Such an <laughs> asshole. Oh no. Um, we've mentioned the art direction quite a bit, so I do want to call out. We have a production designer, Barbara Ling, who did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, okay. And art so. director, Jack Blackman, who did Fatal Attraction and Manhunter. We got, we got, we got good, we yeah. got good hands on this. Oh, and our director of photography, Edward Lockman, did... Uh, the previous Seidelman film, Desperately Seeking Susan, also did The Virgin Suicides, <gasps> I'm Not There, oh. Carol, Mississippi Masala. Like, not all How of them. How do we not talk about this movie just by the links, like, uh, well, like credits-wise? This is what happens when I can't find anything, is I have to just dig into, like, well, what other things did this person do? Well, and, the, all the more reason with these, yeah. these, these coexisting mm-hmm. credits that yeah. so many of... The people involved well, in this have I mean, how is this not I mean, a more referenced like, i really um, seriously there's uh, just real talent in this yeah, yeah. i mean lockman what a collect i'm what a collect i mean i'm impressed with lockman because um a number of those films were directed by women and yeah. i'm just and i mean not that like not that i don't mean to be like so low bar to be like i'm impressed but no seriously well, no like, like it's women we, 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 there we are the fact that Seidelman worked with him twice and that like he's worked with sofia coppola like I think he it says a lot maybe sippy myself that's uh mira nair i mean it's it's a lot of women yeah. and independent filmmakers and yeah. i just like respect you know and again yeah, I, I think this film has it's got a lot of good people on it and we're really good people for like yes, raising the like putting us on people the need to know they really you know do. what's funny they is and i've noticed this with other things we've done is we'll do this stuff and then, and it, then a few months later bigger people are doing it uh-huh. and i'm not saying that they're obviously following it it's just clearly the muse travels right or it whatever. does it does and we're hey clearly, you know what we're 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 getting we're we're, if, we're at the cusp of a thing that I have no doubt that this actually is going to I gain more traction you and know, awareness. Some credit belongs to the Criterion because they featured it recently. I don't. I think it belongs to us. Um, okay, but um, you know what? Though? Me, especially but, me. I okay. didn't do anything. But, but. you know, um, depend. I mean, I'll. There you go. Okay, so. Uh, if by the 13th, hopefully nothing has been announced between now and then yeah. so that this episode gets out. But I swear to God, people who live in L.A., look out for this. Yeah. Like, look out for American Cinema Tech because this happens a lot where, like, we do a movie and it's not it's not like a theft thing, but it's just that, like, damn it, we have taste, okay? Yeah. We know what we're doing and we're not – when people are like, how do you decide what to do? And I, I don't really have – an answer for you because but how many how many of you guys are actually going like uh, how many of you are DMing Cinematech and whatever and uh, you know yeah get out there tell uh, whatever and being like and being like well, how do you guys come up with this stuff it's like yeah. are you guys asking us and it's like well they're just people too they that, are too that no are listen like for part of why I started this podcast is scene. because no one I'm not I don't work as a programmer for a movie theater I mean you that should. that would be incredible it's a goal it's a, let's put it out there yeah, you know? let's do we would it. love to do it you're overqualified I I, I think yeah you, well, you I'm are. definitely you are not not qualified no you're over you are thank you, are, you. okay you are, qualified. you were so fucking hireable dude. um I mean seriously I would love to do research for other things um but anyway but uh the point is 
we love this. It's great. And it deserves a second look, a third look, a fourth look. It, people should be talking I about would, this. I, jumping this ahead, was, I will watch this again. Same. I would, already have. I, I would um, and I will. Yeah. Also, John Malkovich, he had done a couple films before this, but he really was not the star that he became. Like, He's just good is, in his own merit. He is, shows well, up and does the role. Again, this director, she's like, I, she described it being like, it was sort of taking a chance, but like really, I mean, it wasn't. You know, I mean, he's well, amazing. I mean, it was, it was. But he, she, she it's, he it was shows, the lead. He's the lead. Kudos to her eye. That's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, she also like cast Madonna when she was an unknown, and Madonna's that, a good performer. Like, yeah, it, you know, no, it, no, it feels, yeah, she's it, great in Desperately Seeking Susan. She's got comedic she, timing. She's, she's got charisma. very good. She's I'm, got presence. It, no, these are great. So, uh, filming began April 28th, 1986. It was filmed largely in North Miami Beach. The uh, Chemtech site was actually a water treatment plant Um, and they also used the mall at 163rd street for you know the mall scenes um Seidelman on this is her talking about Magnuson uh who and Magnuson this is really she had a small part in Desperately Seeking Susan she was a cigarette girl who has a good line um or maybe a couple uh she was also in The Hunger which is a very sapphic vampire movie, and she's one of David Bowie's victims. Which oh, like, okay. Interesting, yeah. interesting. I mean, that's maybe yeah, one of David Bowie's victims is maybe not the right phrase to use. Yeah, maybe, well, anyway. One of his characters' victims. Sure, sure. Um, anyway. But um, Seidelman said, I hope this film does bring attention to her. Up to now, she was more of a fringe personality, and that's not necessarily the most quotable thing. But um, she really a character actress and improviser. She developed a huge following for her, like, comedic characters that she did. I mean, did. it says so much about how she's able to, like, uh, she's playing hold this. her own in these scenes with these, again, very over-the-top absurd characters that she's surrounded by and her to be an anchor. Yeah. But one that is can keep with the beat, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you, you're you right. She it. holds her own. She un- Everyone understands that although it's a comedy, none of their characters believe they're in a comedy. Exactly. They take the, that's what makes it good. Yeah. The like, commitment. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's it's hysterical. But, um, you know, Magnuson is a pretty interesting woman in her own right. Mm-hmm. She ran this place in the East Village called Club 57, which mm-hmm. would have these theme nights. It was a place where people like Keith Haring used to hang out. And oh. like, like she was part of the, yeah. the, the emerging club scene, you know, of like Talking Heads era, like, yeah. um, except they were kind of blowing up and getting the, the big commercial attention where she kind of, you know, is like she's very known. She was very, very known, but also kind of unknown, you yeah. know? Um, and she, this is what I found some other things about her. Um, so some of the characters she did uh, or do would be uh, Russian pop singer Anushka, <laughs> Babe Wrangler, the butch lesbian, Mrs. Rambo, oh and the schizophrenic lead singer in her own faux folk band. I've seen so many facsimiles yep. in my time uh-huh. of, of all of those yep. things. The Bleecker Street Incident oh my is the name of the folk band. Um, Raven, the leader of the heavy metal death group Vulcan Death Grip, or countless others. She has this other one called uh, Tammy Jan. Oh, my gosh. Cross between Tammy Faye Baker and Jan Crouch. Oh, my um, gosh. So, anyway, she was... That's fun. She, her you mo- know, those are also, like, you can tell these are very presentational. Like, she's Absolutely. crowd. She's going to be a crowd-engaging performer. Yes. She's got, she's got she's like, uh, stage presence. Also, it says, uh, Magnuson seems poised for the same kind of multi-character success her friend and occasional collaborator Eric Bogosian finally achieved oh, what? this year. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a fan. I know. I also, I mean, Redhead Hall of Fame. You there you know? go. And she's, yes, she's like a dead ringer for, like, Shirley MacLaine. It's yeah. like Shirley MacLaine she's, she's in the apartment reincarnated. It's insane. She's got that vibe. Um, 
This is from the Daily Republican Register, and this is about Anne Magnuson. It said, seven years ago in a dingy basement in New York City's East Village, a young woman from West Virginia was starting to attract a following for a series of improvisational performances. Anne Magnuson's forte was mining the underbelly of post-war pop culture. Her Club 57 has sponsored theme nights encompassing everything from the summer of love to TV dinners to a tribute to Lawrence Welk. At each performance, Magnuson would slip into an appropriate character. So that's just, this woman's fucking cool. Yeah, dude. I wish I was her friend. I wish I was her. Um, I, I'm, the first thing I ever saw Anne Magnuson in was probably Cabin Boy. I have not seen um, Anne. She, I don't know if I, how, I, I can't readily say that I have, I, I'm, maybe I've seen something okay. else that she's in, but I can't um, say. Well, she's, that's the thing. She has but she appeared, sounds cool as She's fuck. done a lot of, like, guest star roles. Yeah. Um, I mean, she is, she is, cool she's booked and, she's been booked and busy. Yeah. She def people who know, know, but she's definitely yeah. not nearly appreciated enough. She feels like another Elaine May character. Type God, uh, uh, I mean, character, she's some, a real person. Or just someone that's been around and has done and the it, work and has, has definitely, um, yeah. had the talent and held her own yeah, and, and put I, up some good shit. And I don't want to say that she like, hasn't gotten her flowers. I mean, she's been featured plenty of things. Well, not, I don't know her that but, well. So but that's just honest, it. Like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like, yeah. I feel like this is somebody. I mean, I know Elaine May better than that. So same, you know, same. Yeah. So I really wanted to just take a minute and that's that. No, I appreciate talk it. about her. I think that's yeah, good. Uh, reviews. Oh shit. Okay. You're up. Oh, and I did give you a couple. Oh my gosh. I didn't, I tried not I'm to sorry. inundate. No, they're actually right here. We want to start. We want to start. Let's start with these guys. From the Boston Globe, April tenth, nineteen eighty-seven. Seidelman or Seidelman? I've been saying Seidelman, but it's entirely this is like a Frankenstein Frankenstein. Thing. It's entirely possible that I've had it wrong, but I'm going to just stick with it. Well, they can't quite carry off Mister Wright, mm. apparently. Mm-hmm. Who, well, who's the author? Who's this jabroni? Who's this Dick Sweeney the, jabroni? Is there Let's not a see. byline? Oh yeah. Oh, Jay Carr. Jay Care. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and JK. Uh, yeah, JK, JK. Right right out the gate these reviews I'm looking at at the time they came out. Uh-huh. To the to the top 2 I'm looking at that have they already are, that are sort negative. of like negative are male. dudes and then yeah. the third one that's more forgiving and pretty like it's like yeah, a it's a solid as yeah. woman. Uh-huh. So yeah. you know, it's just thing. It's just, thing. An it's just, it's an obser- just an observation. Just an observation. Just a little observation. Um so uh Boston Globe care Magnuson's character is a latter-day Frankenstein called Frankie Stone. Which, I mean, is that intentional? Whether it's what I, like is the idea that like it's her creation, except she didn't I think, make well, him. I think that you can make an argument. I guess that there's some, you know, that the, her educating and shaping his his um, uh, awareness of the world and his emotional, you know, his his. Uh, the, the right. love yeah. connection You're thing right. being uh, okay, something to that effect. It's not a perfect analogy, though, but I, just, I, I do also think that that is something that is worthy of kind of getting Frankie a little Stone, bit called I out mean, or potentially lamp. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That's not invalid. Okay. It is a little there. So um, one woman charm school, that, that is true. Mm-hmm. That is very true. Yeah. The joke here is that the android is more human than the actual man, or for that matter, any of the men who fill the film with their hang-ups, shallowness, and cowering egos. Bingo. And that's a problem? He doesn't like that. Uh-oh. <laughs> this movie made don't me let... feel bad. Oh, no. Oh, you know what? We already know that men are bad. Like, it's I, I, it's the same thing with the Barbie stuff where, like, yeah. some of the male reviewers I that I enjoy from YouTube or whatever, 
they liked it but didn't love it because they're like well yeah we already know women have it hard it's like yeah no but like do you like do you like kind of seems like maybe it's funny the dismissive neighbor uh dismissive neighbor dismissive nature of um that like oh yeah all these guys look like babbling idiots go figure like you know it's a little late on thick the trope of men being shitty and it's like is it though it's like go look in the mirror dude you know like and it's then still uh, relevant so as yeah he, as he slowly emerges the expression on his face says he's not only learning to be human but learning to be bad and liking it yeah <laughs> the bouncy magnuson a soho performance artist brings a helter skelter huggableness to her role that's cute i think it's the way she never pretends to know all the answers that is nice vulnerable frankly confused frankie is frankly confused mm-hmm. the film loses ground whenever the men are on but becomes sweetly goofy whenever the women show up that's actually kind of nice it's true but it's they're also nice. kind of saying that but it's, it's also yeah yeah i've and heard then, some people say too that like the last 10 minutes kind of drag for them i pros and cons to yeah, it i think I, I have my i have my i I support it. Just a thought. But anyway, and, uh, Magnuson's way of hanging in there counts for a lot, especially when the film starts to thin out. Mm-hmm. I think it it just, te- I, do, I will say the movie, do, for myself, just teeters at the point of, of had it been any longer, it would have overstayed as welcome. Mm-hmm. But um, that's kind of like, you know, that's how I feel about like Mannequin or certain other, like yeah. of these kinds of films that you get the premise, there's some funny hijinks. Yeah. And then at a certain point, the story arc itself doesn't carry, but what really sold me, mm-hmm. and I'm not, I'm no, I'm not reading the reviews. No, no. I, I'll continue. It's but, now Chelsea, <laughs> and I, but I want, I really want to give like a hardcore spoiler about the very end of this. Oh yeah, what's what fully fucking sells me is that very end revelation mm-hmm. that Ulysses stayed, and the scientist went to space. Yeah, and he's pretending to be the android. Yeah, and that, and that, and that, the scientist gets the last line. Yeah. He's like, I'm not very good with people. And he smiles. And he smiles. Like, this Everyone's was the happy. way it was going to be. Yeah. And I, I thought that was fucking perfect. I, I, I was like, too. yeah, I, I felt like that, you know, it's kind you know what? It's kind of like a comedy sketch where sometimes some stuff gets a little loose in the middle. But if the opening is strong and the, end and the strong. ending sticks the landing yeah. and reinforces what was happening to begin with, like... I, I didn't expect him I've, to be the one who went into space. I found that switch. Like, I actually, it, like, it, it made it almost moving. I agree. Like, I found I that agree. really it was sweet. Like, like there was something about, there was something compassionate about seeing that he swapped places with Ulysses yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. you see in his face that it was a choice yeah. that he consciously made because he's like, my own creation is more human than me in a way. Like yeah. I want to let him He's actually pursue. more prepared for space than this thing he, he made. He literally is. Yeah, because he's like, what, what's the point when all he thinks about is you, you know? Yeah, like, and I think there was something really sweet about that. I mean, if anything, I would explore that more if we were to, if we were to do a redraft re-overhaul re- um, of this. But... Him going into space at the end is like, it's almost like reverse moon or something. It's I like, found it really It's sweet. like, instead of it being this like absolute gut punch of a reveal, it's like, oh no, it's, it, God, just think it's about kind of like, it makes me it's, hurt. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm still like, oh God, that movie. I don't know. I mean, there's, there's so many examples of that kind of, there's yeah. this antagonizing figure that is holding back the, the ingenue or the hope, wide-eyed hopeful um, I don't know the, the be, because we're just talking about Laurie Metcalf. I'm thinking of like she was in Lady Bird and right. playing the mother that's so anti. You're not going to go to NY. You're not going to go take it. Go to a New York school. You can't afford. We're not. You know, you're C students and that. They make it work for like she manages to get in. They mm-hmm. financially make it work for her, 
And it's like, yeah, at the 11 o'clock hour, they're like, you can go. It's like when King Triton gives Ariel her legs, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. She Just really does like love him, doesn't she? Mm. It's like I always say. I don't remember what Sebastian says. I guess I'm not a real Disney fan. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Guess not. Um, kill me. Uh, the Courier <laughs> Post, uh, April 10th in 1987. Well, you know, I because I remember because immediately I remembered the other thing Sebastian says, which is the iconic. You give them an inch, they swim all over you. And then the other one is like, you've got to let them be happy or something. He's like, yeah. you really always say that? I don't know. And Mickey Mr. Right, according to the Courier Post, Marshall Fine, gets last, but not the last one. Hmm. Okay. Go on. All right. So tongue-in-cheek take on feminism. Okay. <laughs> the final few minutes drag to a predictable conclusion, which is heartwarming but not or sorry, heartwarming but manipulative. What? I don't I just find that also, very heartwarming like, but manipulative. It's I'm a like, movie. It's like a movie is emotional manipulation. Like it's, what? This is manipulative. I feel like Do you like, know what a movie you're is? You're like crying at the end of like yeah. uh, Don't make me feel things. Yeah, you're like crying at the end of Schindler's list. This this manipulated me. Yeah. I feel manipulated right now. Uh, steel it's magnolias like, you're crying. It's just really this funny. Is, this is just so manipulative it's so what funny these women are doing. When like people I these women. I'm not saying it's only men, but I've only seen it in men, um, which is like the pre being presented with a with a, a worldview or a piece of material, and they like have to argue with it. And it's yeah, like we got to out logic. I have to be smarter yeah. than the thing. And it's like you can't just I can't accept let it my I can't let anything be bigger than me. Or like I I can't accept another point of view. Right. Like oh wait that. No, that's wrong. See how that's wrong? Like, yeah. And it's like, the the movie's not arguing with you. It can't it's, hear it's you. Not, <laughs> like, you know? It's, like, anyway. I and, and, you know, again, I'm breaking out of the review here just yeah, to say, course, yeah. I really think that the last 10 minutes serve because it's... Oh, she's, it sells, she's heartbroken. It sells what... like it, it makes the movie, if anything, it's one of those... You could... I could, I could turn this on, on, a, on a critical aspect of it. I could say... It is, it's not quite a whiplash, but there is a sincerity after watching a very silly movie yeah. towards the end like that. But it sticks the landing again when Ulysses and the scientists switch places. Yeah. And that's where it serves. And you already see from like the mm -hmm. like the symposium that they're at or whatever, where you see how, how unhappy and going through the motions Ulysses is about it. Mm -hmm. And that's this, this sort of like, I love when he peeks out from behind the set. Yeah, and he peeks set. out from the curtain. That tiny he's little, little peekaboo. He's like, he's really not wanting to do Doesn't this. Want to and do it. He's just saying the things he has to say. Yeah. And, and it's like, kind of heartbreaking the way he like says that he doesn't feel anything anymore for her while she's in the audience. And I, like, I find it genuinely. If anything, if I were to change anything, I would let us live more in the revelation of the of the decision to swap swap places. Okay. Yeah. Even though that, even though I love that it was a surprise, yeah, I like I, the idea of seeing a little more of that realization at least, yeah, with his creator sure. that it's like, oh, he, yeah, yeah, he's found like well, uh, uh, a purpose, a raison d'être, or whatever, right, right, that supersedes like the, It's the thing that because I couldn't fulfill that for myself emotionally, that I created him for. Mm -hmm. He's literally, like, I don't know. There is this like kind of there. 
I find it surprisingly very poignant I, and, I and lovely. I agree. It's like so fuck this guy. Which is why <laughs> I like this movie because yeah. it, and I hate this expression. It's you know it has a lot of heart. <laughs> I hate when people say that, but but I, that's the but simplest I, way to put what really makes it pathos work. in it. That's what and makes it work. It's like we're, we're dunking like, on. Okay, it. like listen. For my money, the best episode of Futurama is the one with the dog waiting for him that everyone cries at the end of. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a great episode. It's that's just what, what it I, is. That's what it's, I want. It's just what, and you know what? And that's Make me laugh that's and okay. punch me until I cry. There you go. <laughs> that's what I need. I am I am very much a fan. Thank you. Um, I... Yeah, more people should know about this movie, especially just... because it was kind of panned at the time, and it, it doesn't yeah. deserve it. Doesn't deserve it. Well, this review yes. at least gave yes. it a three-star good. Okay. From uh, Fort Lauderdale News, April 10th, 1987. Um, Candace Russell, who said, um, almost stealing the film is Laurie Metcalf as the enormously pushy Sandy. Mm-hmm. Um, screenplay by Floyd, Floyd Byers and Laurie Frank. We've got... Um, yeah, not everything I Director makes her mark. <laughs> See, oh, so it's, we're literally showcasing the direct we're, the we're directors and the one woman. thing and then the other thing is a review of the yeah movie. so that that i just read were just a couple of okay, highlights from that so um but i mean they were certainly pointing out that you know here's somebody who had a um, tremendous commercial success with desperately seeking susan right so, which, so we've got we've got um i think it's just fodder for a lot of crown pieces. of hottest female director all to her so in a way there's, there's sort of a yeah. mirroring there's almost history it's, it's like poetry it rhymes with greta gerwig versus this, elaine may elaine may as well like we've yeah. got we're talking about female directors here yeah. thematically mm-hmm. magnuson says frankie whom i call rosalind russell with a rolex yeah. once at all she's an american she gets it too but not in the way she thought she would Mm-hmm. Um, Frankie finally woke up from the fact that love was right under her nose. She had to let go of her self-absorbed lifestyle to realize that the guy of her dreams was pretty groovy. That's just a funny, <laughs> cute quote right there. We got more and more Candace. women are getting jobs in Hollywood. Still, the numbers of them aren't nearly enough. Uh, this is 1987. Nothing, we live I, in 2023. It's depressing to read. Um, this I do shit. want to also read yeah. just the final paragraph. Was even Please. though it's yeah. three stars, which again, like for how you know panned mm. this was. Yeah. Um, I it, 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 shout out to Candace to shout out to Russell for um, yeah um, you know Speak, going to bat for this movie she and she ends yeah. her review saying it's all sweet and airy as a cream puff yet making Mr. Wright is capable of producing belly laughs with a well-crafted screenplay by Floyd Byers and mm-hmm. Laurie Frank Seidelman Seidelman's film has all the earmarks of a hit mm, I know and yet it was that's not. pretty like yeah. Uh, it's truly supportive. It's truly That's, baffling because it it feels so contemporary. Yeah, like it feels so. Uh, it was ahead of its time, you yeah. know. And and I'll get to really quick before please, we please. we start yeah. to. No, you got to check in letter. Get to home because so, I I don't yeah. know if I did a look at all that. Well, I'm gonna do that. So I will say, you know, a good, good and glorious Rotten Tomatoes, uh-huh. good and try, good and true, never, never doubting. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of perfect that it's yeah, called sure. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Well, so um, it is rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. It's rotten. Okay. It's fifty-six percent. It's a okay, splatter. It's just barely. It's yeah. I thought it. I thought it was up. I guess it's above sixty. I guess so. I don't know. I, I thought it was so, 50. I did some podcast one time where the guy was like, you have to do a rotten movie. And I picked one, but it was like, oh, it has to be below 40%. And I was like, that's... It still has a splatter. That's still pretty... That's I don't know. He, he really cut me at the knees, mm. uh, whatever the phrase is. That sounded like a fun, fun episode. Um, yeah. So the audience score on this is 36%. 
This is worse. It was wow. worse received by what the hell? Um, casual viewers. Um, I want to, I'm just kind of scrolling through uh, the reviews here. Let's see. We've got from, we've got from Janet Maslin of the New York Times. Oh, okay. Yeah, Janet. May 20th. Uh, oh, Janet. Yeah, I know her. We have lunch. Uh, May 20th, 2003. Adds up to somewhat <laughs> My less. My dreams. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. Adds up to somewhat less uh, than the sum of its parts, but the parts are often delightful, particularly when Miss Seidelman keeps them moving at a sufficiently furious pace. You know. Okay, fair. Yeah. Roger Ebert gave it 3.5 out of 4. All right, good for Roger. Good for Roger. Yeah. Thanks, Raj. He's an ally. <laughs> a smart, quick-witted, wicked, and genuinely funny movie. Yes. Said that January 1st to 2000. Okay, well, oh, so it's like RogerEbert.com. Or is it Ebert? It's, Ch it's Ch Chicago Sun-Times. Oh, okay, never mind. Right, he was yeah. still alive then. Okay. Legit. All right. Yeah, Legit yeah, yeah. Right. That was legitness. Um, okay, good. Yeah. Good. Let's see. I just wonder why the review was in 2000. Like, was it being released maybe on DVD? I don't know. Do you want me to... It I doesn't matter. Right. I just was we've got yeah. um, just wondering why then. Let's see. Oh, let's see. Emmanuel Levy gave it a C, December 26, 2006. And this comes from EmmanuelLevy.com. Hmm. We all know we have Emmanuel Levy. Oh, yeah. I check it every day. I honestly, I should be I should be giving those reviews uh, as often as I can. When I see stuff like that, I'm like, we need to buy it. Let's see. Website. He says. <laughs> yes. I shouldn't admit it's one of those like should we platform it or sh to laugh at it or not I don't know that's how I felt when we were reading the death wish ones I mean I did like cut around some of that I you'll, you'll that's hear. okay I mean like I left some things in but I definitely didn't yeah we can give give a glimmer of maybe why part of why there is a little vitriol to this film yeah I'm from Let's this this choice clip that is treated as a top reviewer on the front page of this film for okay. Rotten Tomatoes so he's he's got it he's legit He's being, so, he's got eyeballs on it. Apparently he's a big deal. He's a big enough deal to be on the front page with this hot take saying the film's fake feminist message is at its most cynical. Real men are repulsive, but androids created by women are sweet, sensitive, and open-minded. A woman didn't create it. But also he gave it a C. So I was like, okay. Like she just shaped it. Okay. Stay mad, my friend. He's angry. Fake feminist. Like, what does that mean? But you know what we've got. Like actually, we, we wouldn't got, that be me? Wouldn't that be a movie that's actually into men, mm, right? Or not? Not the feminists aren't into men. That's not the point. I just uh, you know what I'm saying though. On Letterboxd, it has a three point one. Um, you said, and I like, I'm liking it. Three and a half stars and a heart. Laurie Metcalf makes everything better. Just in general, yeah. Just put her in. Like I mean, MSG. even if she her car broke down outside and we needed to help her, that would make things better for our life. So not a memed review okay, I'm pattern. I'm bricks. seeing some bricks, bricks on the scrolling here. Thank you for turning your your screen. Because I like I like I really like to express yeah. that this is a film that people feel the need to speak feel about. the need to 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 back up themselves on this isn't a bit we're not saying wow wish john malkovich would ruin me <laughs> i should i want to just i'll do i'll throw out yeah. the meme and be wow wish john malkovich would fucking uh break down wish, break he, down, wish his head would pop wish, off for me wish it wishes wish 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 my toes were on his chin lol <laughs> Five thousand likes fame i just want a straight answer yeah wow <laughs> No, Lori wow. Metcalf just... Lori Metcalf makes me want to rip my clothes off, LOL. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Anyway, let's see. We got... Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. I, I'm trying to see what I could easily 
Um, oh, you take your time. I'll cut around it. Don't worry. Oh, look, we've got Dave with three and a half stars and a heart. Tired of rewatching childhood favorites from the 80s only to find they've aged horribly, saddled with heaping doses of ra- racism, gay panic, and misogyny. Looking for another movie in the vein of real genius, a film with true character development and no problematic jokes? Then look no further than Susan Seidelman's Making Mr. Right, a wonderful comedic riff on the Frankenstein story, which proudly shows off its screwball comedy roots, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Look how much care is put into yeah, the way that's crafted. That was that's generous. the one who's like, taking it seriously yeah they're like that this this web this this app and the way people review it's only one or the other yeah it's either i want to fuck that person or wow this is like i, mean, I, I, I set kill them all or try to like, find something like in between where it's terse but useful oh you know what we've got one short meme review right here simon three and a half stars and a heart this seems to be I'm a little surprised because I'm seeing a lot more three to four star reviews. I think that's the fair place to be. Right. I'll, I, I'll, I'll I think see. anything. It's not five star. Sure, sure. I can't give no, it no, that. no. Simon says though. <laughs> what does Simon say? Simon says. Turn around. Simon says. No, you turn stand around. In your head. Yeah, Simon, Simon says. <laughs> Simon says the robot is not circumcised. That's right. There you go. That's right because the tailor comments on it. Maybe the per- maybe, a rabbi maybe the perfect fix. man isn't. I mean, it's open to interpretation, you know? I don't I mean, know. Dubious legacy, two and a half stars. Mm. It was weird to watch a cool, liberated modern woman with such funky shoulder pads fall for an infantile dope with the brain of a toddler. That's how the ideal mate is always presented in movies like Weird Science or Mannequin. When building the perfect mm. artificial woman, you got to make her extremely hot or externally hot, but internally... I don't know. Anyway, I'm just done with that. I mean... That's whatever. Um, again, it's just that it's like, yes, we know, Born Yesterday, uh, Pygmalion, um, there, there are lots of riffs on this idea. Oh, this is a good, you know what, this is a good, uh, not so positive, this is a two and a half star from this, from Tara. Okay. Um, say, they say, the final act of this film is probably the ending Caleb imagine, imagined for himself and Ava at the end of uh, Ex Machina. Okay. Which I think is funny because I had already referenced it before. Have you not seen Ex Machina? I have not. Gotta see Ex Machina. Girlies who get it, get it. Okay. But anyway, I I feel like we we covered some pretty good ground on the review department. I mean, absolutely. Um, We liked it. And and best supporting for me was Laurie Metcalf. But I think think that's a very solid. But I think your choice is like, that's my. My impulse was was Trish. I like when she opens that suitcase with the airline bottles. Oh, my God. I, and she sound. has like the little oh I slept with an android oh no I, I, I love her, I love his her Betty Boop bullshit she so is much so oh, fucking no. funny and I love she's so cute I believe she's, she's so I think she's the lead in Smithereens which is I, like so we'll go back don't worry right, but right. um gosh, she's hysterical like I, I had I had to fight because I think the first time I watched it I knew Laurie Metcalf was in it so of course I loved it this time though I really did appreciate her she's like fun. Um, what's the she's fun yeah. Uh, yeah, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Headley. Glenn Headley. 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 Uh, she really, as Trish, is fucking yeah, hysterical. Dude. Those are my, those are they're our, great. those are our supportings. They're, I mean, and they're golden, the golden scenes geese. with the two of, I mean, the, like, oh, oh my God, he's been shot. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, they never, they never kill him. Nobody ever dies on this show <laughs> unless his contract is being canceled. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's deader than a doornail. Deader than a doornail. And her voice. A deader than a doornail. And I also just love so that whole cute. like, you will never shoot because you're weak. Oh my God. <laughs> <Bang>. Beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> Fucking great. It's beautiful. Fucking great. Like, all right. So yeah, uh, this is your prescription. This is your prescription. To at least one viewing of Making Mr. Right. 
And Victoria has really good handwriting. Dr. Victoria has very good handwriting, actually, for a doctor. I'm yeah. pretty, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, uh, yeah they, they just always compliment when I go I, when I go to Rite Aid. They're like, "Wow, this handwriting! You have you your your doctor has really good handwriting." Mm-hmm. Also, we don't prescribe movies. Um, <laughs> please guys, stop coming to this Rite Aid. Yeah, we've asked you to stop. We've asked you to stop. This isn't a real RX. Pattern. Yeah, come um, back when come back when you want some clonopin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll dispense that. No problem. This was our first medicinal movie episode. We'd like to do, revisit this again. What what might audiences anticipate in the future? All I want to do. Oh yeah. Oh my Strike. god, you fucking watched it. Because I finally Did fucking watched, watched it. it. That might be the next medicinal movie. Can we do it? Yes. Can we? Any Mae West movie. All right. Some like it hot. There you go. The Birdcage. Yeah. Um. The Red Shoes. Yeah. Paper Moon. Wow. Young Frankenstein. I'm feeling I'm feeling he- more and more healed just hearing the titles of I these know, right? incredible movies. Also, we mentioned it Big Night because you have not seen that. Oh yeah, no, see, yeah. Fabulous. So we have a lot and Chelsea has a lot of great feel good movies that I have not seen. I told you at the you beginning have, episode, wait, I make wait, lists. You haven't seen Heavyweights, right? I actually haven't. Oh, fuck, dude. So <laughs> your, your that's life is going to change. Okay, medicinal movies. Oh, my God. So everybody. If there was a fire, if there was a fire. <laughs> so everybody. The other movie, the Clue is committed to memory. I would save, well, Heavyweights is, well, I would Clue save Heavyweights. Clue is a great idea, too. Clue is a great idea. That'd I mean, be a, that would be a people pretty. People love Clue. That'd be a pretty cozy retread. We could. No problem with that. But I just wanted to say Heavyweights is, is, yeah, yeah. is so important to me. You know, yeah. I don't know how often we're going to prescribe these. But, but but we've but we've got plenty well, we, in the we, chamber. We got, it, we got all I want to do on uh, as the next one though. It's got it. It's I gotta mean we be... could do this monthly. Fuck, I love that. All right, I'm so um, glad you liked it. Take your medicine. All right.